it is great joy to meet you at naftalitribe.com and hrs 247 kochi india i am professor jacob ibrahim we have an interesting topic for this week we intend to discuss how jesus transplanted the promised land is blessings and the rest in the land to himself the promised land was a rather small country not particularly rich in minerals or oil much of it lacking trees and having a chronic shortage of water but it has tremendous historical and religious significance it also has symbolic meaning in the gospel as the type of the rest or the eternal inheritance of those who believe in jesus christ god gave our forefather abraham the land of canaan for an everlasting possession genesis chapter 17 verse 8 also i give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger or the land of canaan as an everlasting possession and i will be their god in hebrew the word everlasting means never ending God promised his descendants a permanent homeland that would last into eternity. However, the New Testament tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 11 and 12 that the world will be destroyed by fire, burned completely out of existence, after which the Lord will bring about a new heaven and earth. How can the everlasting possession to Abraham burn out completely? what is meant by eternal if it will disappear one day the fact is that this land of promise was symbolic of a place beyond the earth abraham knew this in his spirit the bible says that abraham in canaan always felt alien his heart longed for something beyond the land itself hebrews chapter 11 verse 9 and 10 By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God Abraham could see the true significance of the land blessings and he realized that the place is in the real possession The land was just an illustrative sermon of the great blessing to come. Abraham grasped the true meaning of the promised land. Abraham grasped the true meaning of the promised land. He knew Canaan represented the coming Messiah. The Holy Spirit enabled the patriarch to see down through the years to the day of Christ. He knew that the meaning of his promised land meant a place of total peace and rest. and as abraham knew this place of rest is jesus christ himself in the old testament especially in the book of deuteronomy israel's blessings were spoken of as rest while her curses were spoken of in terms of no rest rest was to be given in the promised land while no rest was to be experienced outside the land abraham was promised a land The promise that he would possess the land of Canaan was repeated to Abraham on several occasions. God also promised that in his seed all, no, all nations would be blessed. The same promise was repeated to Isaac and in a dream to Jacob. 
the children of israel entered the promised land under joshua and took possession of it and the land was distributed among the 12 tribes the promise of land and israel's possession of it and their exile is very prominent topics in the old testament the promise made to abraham that in his seed all nations will be blessed is called the gospel in the new testament galatians chapter 3 verse 8 and the scripture foreseeing that god would justify the gentiles by faith preached the gospel to abraham beforehand saying in you all the nations shall be blessed all of the land of canaan was promised to abraham at that time the land was far greater in extent than he would actually need yet he received none of it in his lifetime it shows that the promise must have some other meaning than a literal view allows the land was a type of the rest which is the eternal inheritance of the saints the land promise was literal as well as type as we have seen before abraham literally occupied it and still looked forward a better land considering the literal land as a type jesus is the promised land in the new testament the land promise of the old testament is fulfilled in christ for a christian to dwell in the land of promise is a figure or shadow of the blessings of living by faith in christ in peace and living the wilderness behind the wilderness pictures the progressive journey of a believer to a mature faith the kingdom of christ is what canaan represented it was something spiritual which christ inherited in the new testament the old testament promises concerning the land are reinterpreted the children of abraham becomes those who believe in christ roman 9:8 that is those who are the children of the flesh these are not the children of god but the children of the promise are counted as the seed paul argues that the name israel does not mean those who are literal descendants of jacob but it now applies to those having faith in christ israel was thus redefined to include gentile believers who were brought nigh to the covenants of promise by faith thus the promise land represents the eternal inheritance of the saints now let us go through certain occasions where jesus claimed the fulfillment of the promised land in his life john chapter 1 verse 51 records the words of jesus to nathanael john 151 and he said to him that is to nathanael most assuredly i say to you hereafter you see heaven open and the angels of god ascending and descending upon the son of man here jesus alludes to the story of the dream of jacob in genesis chapter 28 jacob deceived his father and obtained the blessings of his older brother esau after the incident jacob was fleeing from esau's fierce wrath on the way at bethel in a forest he slept and dreamed of a ladder jacob saw a ladder reaching to heaven with the angels ascending and descending upon it and the same dream he was promised possession of the land the promise of the land was associated with the ladder reaching to heaven which connected the land with the spiritual and heavenly promise the promise to jacob was that the land would be given to him 
and not only would that but the land of promise be the site of a ladder to heaven for angels to ascend and descend this reveals the true significance of the promised land jesus said to nathaniel that he would see the angels ascending and descending on him jesus implied that he replaces the land or at least fulfills the land's promise it is no longer the place better that is important but the person of the son of man it is in his person that the house of god and the gate of heaven are now found where the son of man is the heaven will be opened and the angels will ascend and descend to connect the heaven with the earth in the new testament christ is the place where the angels of god ascend and descend on the last day the great day of the feast jesus stood out and cried saying john chapter 7 verse 37 and 38 on the last day the great day of the feast jesus stood and cried out saying if anyone thirst let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water the land should provide water for drinking the land of israelites felt an acute shortage of water but here jesus promises water to quench their thirst he is exhorting the people to think of the land as a spiritual symbol for the expected messiah when the land becomes christ the water is holy spirit in another occasion jesus spoke of giving up the farm it would have been a shock to the israelites to consider giving up their farm but jesus pronounced a blessing on those who give up farms matthew 19:29 and everyone who was left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life farms were the means by which god's blessings was poured out on his people in the old testament farms were not to be given up but were to be kept as inheritance jesus pronounces a blessing on those who do give up farms jesus spoke of an eternal life for those who give up their earthly farm it is because the land is fulfilled in jesus christ The promised land was called a rest for the children of Israel when they possessed it after wandering 40 years in the wilderness. But Hebrews chapter 4 verse 8 says that Joshua did not give them rest although they possessed the land that was promised. Or rather a rest remains even after the inheritance of the earthly promised land. Both the Sabbath day and and israel's possession of the promised land was types or shadows of the reality of the rest we have in christ by faith the israelites the wilderness under moses hoped for a future rest in the land of promise the church is promised a spiritual rest which we we may enter by faith hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 therefore since the promise remains of enduring his rest let us fear least any of you seem to have come short of it the fourth commandment is speaking about sabbath as rest the reason to keep sabbath as rest is different 
in Exodus and Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 15. I remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. In Deuteronomy, the reason given for the Sabbath day of rest was that the children of Israel were delivered from the slavery and bondage of Egypt and brought into the promised land where they had rest. Slavery of Egypt is restless work and the promised land is rest. The rest in Christ is freedom from the slavery of sin. Christians rest in Christ from all evil works in which they were enslaved. Although a Christian still struggles with the sin, the slavery is gone. A Christian's behavior can and must change. Therefore, the rest promised to the Israelites in the promised land symbolized the greater rest all believers have in Christ. That is why Hebrew 4.8 speaks of another rest. Hebrew 4.8, for if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterwards have spoken of another day. In relationship with the land and rest Jesus said Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest the jews were in the land of promise but they did not have rest jesus offered them rest in himself not in the land rest is now something which is found in christ not in a physical location We have a wonderful teaching here. Joshua led the children of Israel into a land where they could be at rest physically. And yet, this rest did not last forever. When the Israelites rebelled against God, their land was repeatedly invaded by heathen nations such as Philistines. For all this, the promised land symbolized true rest. However, it was only a shadow or symbol of of a better day a better rest in john chapter 14 jesus promises to prepare a place for his saints john chapter 14 verse 2 and 3 in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you to myself that where i am there you may be also the place jesus is preparing corresponds to the eternal inheritance of the saints it is somehow related to the promise of land that was made to abraham preparing a place includes preparing the saints to inherit it that was exactly happened to the israelites in the wilderness even after entering into canaan they had to struggle to conquer and inherit the land they were prepared before they settled into the rest of the lands lord jesus christ has come israel's messiah has come the special place of god's dwelling is now christ himself not a land not a temple not a tabernacle the land as a holy place has ceased to have any relevance In the Old Testament, blessings, holiness, promise, inheritance and so on were frequently connected with the promised land. In the New Testament, they are never used in connection with the territory inhabited by the 
Jewish people. It is because the holiness of the land and all its other attributes in the Old Testament thinking was transferred to Christ himself. The spiritual presence of the living Christ sanctifies any place where believers are present. The promise of Jesus to be present wherever his people meet effectively universalizes the Old Testament promises of God's presence among his people in their lands. Now the people of Jesus are everywhere and his holiness is among them. The Old Testament saints looked on the land of Canaan as the special place of God's presence and his blessing. The New Testament teaches emphatically that the dwelling place of God and the place of security, peace and prosperity is none other than Jesus Christ. If the Old Testament saints delighted to be in the land, the New Testament saints delights in being in Christ. Let me wind up. I hope this message has been a blessing to you. Meet you again on next Sunday with another inspiring message. Uh, thank you. Amen.